For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Broncos podcast presented by Bet Online. I'm Chris Braden, got Big O along the side. Orlando. All I can say is, like, I got up in the morning. I usually typically don't like it when the Broncos play at 11 a.m. I'm kind of used to that 2 o'clock window. And it was an early Sunday morning gut punch. Once again, it was just frustrating and bummed. And I'm coming off the CU loss on Friday. I'm like, man, my Sunday did not start out well. Yeah, me um, either, Chris. Uh, I, I watched Nathaniel Hackett come out the bye week, and he threw the ball six straight times. I watched the first three throws on offense. Russell Wilson's in shotgun and his heels, his feet, not even just his heels, his whole entire feet are in the end zone. And I'm watching an offense that really hasn't learned its lesson. You know, uh, this team was riddled with injuries last week. Uh, We had KJ Hamler go down with a hamstring injury. Uh, Andrew Beck go down with a hamstring injury. So the Broncos say, hey, you know what? Let's go inside on Friday, right? Let's practice inside. Let's get a fast practice, practicing inside. We don't have to worry about the weather. We don't have to worry about keeping guys warm because mm-hmm. we kind of control the indoor temperatures, right? So a person is not going to get cold and pull up with their hamstring. And what did the Broncos do? They go down to Tennessee and turn it into an absolute throw fest. Russell Wilson dropping back 42 times. Got hit 18 times, sacked six times. Uh, clearly, Nathaniel Hackett is having a bisc- big disconnect as far as what his team, especially this offensive line, is able to do up front because it's not drop back there and pass protect all day. So hopefully he learns at some point because he hasn't learned through, 10, through week 10 of the National Football League this year. Are you surprised because he always says we're going to go in, reevaluate. I mean, coach talk every week, but me just with, with my eyes, I haven't really seen him change anything really. Like I I haven't seen anything different. Then we go to the other side of the ball and Evero took your advice, switched up the defense, put Draymond on the outside and held Derrick Henry to 53 yards. You're supposed to win that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I do believe that at some point, maybe Hackett may figure it out because it's really not that complex. Um, you sit there, you put your quarterback under center. It gives the illusion of run and pass. It mm-hmm. puts your offensive line in a better situation. Um, let's run some three-step drop. that allows your offensive line to cut guys, put them in a better situation. It's almost like, He's overcompensated and just trying to protect Russ. Mm -hmm. Like, so follow me right here, right? Um, You know that your offensive line is banged up. You could call it the way I'm saying to call it. 
or say, man, you know what? I'm going to put Russ in shotgun and I'm going to let them, you know, kind of do whatever he can to push the ball down the field, Mm. right? To, To inflate those numbers. It's almost so, Russ, you could go out there and have success, right? I'm going to put you in shotgun. If I put you in shotgun, you'll be able to run around. You'll be able to escape pressure. That's what you've done all your life, pretty much. But here's the issue with this. Right now, the Broncos are on the third center. that right. looked like he was unprepared to play a football game. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Broncos are on their third left tackle. Right now, their left guard is, has drastically regressed. Right now, their right guard, Quentin Myers, has missed some time and probably would not be a starter in, in any other football team in the National Football League. At right tackle, you are on your fourth guy? Yeah. <laughs> you, you started off the season with Cam Fleming. You mm-hmm. put Calvin Anderson out there. Then you put Billy Turner out there. Now we're at Quinn Bailey. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're at your fourth guy at right tackle. Um, so... It, it's probably best at this point to actually do a little bit of under center, try to get these guys moving forward as much as possible. The heck with just trying to sit back there and let Russ cook because Russ cooking gets him hit 18 times. Right. Gets him sacked six times. You have to have a specific type of game plan and have to be willing to go under center to keep this defense as honest moving forward because that defense that you just played in Tennessee on paper, great defense. Last week, missing five starters. Yeah, great defense. And yet they were still able to manhandle the, the Denver Broncos offense. So you have to change something. You have to change it right now. With all the injuries, I mean, do, does this lower your expectations? Like, are you giving Russ or Hackett a pass? Because even like the first play of the game, when Jerry Judy goes down, you're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Dick. yeah. So I, I get it. You know, the Broncos have been riddled with injuries. I, I do get it. Here's where I, what I don't give the Broncos a pass for. You went into the bye week and you came out worse. You mm-hmm. came out more injured after the bye week. That's a Broncos problem. That's a Denver Broncos problem. That's not around the league. That's a Nathaniel Hackett and company, coaching staff, and Lauren Lander problem. That is their issue. So I will not give you no slack for that. Um, And the simple fact is, it's the National Football League. We all know, I'm I'm a former player, Chris, we all know that we're going to get hurt. We just hope that we break a finger, that we can play through it. We hope that, you know, you might get a grade two MCL. You could play through it as the offensive lineman get taped up. You're hoping for injuries that you could play for through. A wide receiver is hoping that maybe it's a, a shoulder injury or, or oblique injury or whatever the case may be. We're all hoping for whatever injury happens that we're able to play for it. I watch the guys now that come into the game after. And those guys, the next man up, they're, the gap between the starters, it's way too far. Now, it's expected to be a distance because there's a reason why a person is a starter. But with the Broncos, their backups, the gap is extremely far. And that's on coaching because you're not getting these guys ready. You're not sitting there and developing these guys. What happened in April, May, June, July, August, September? 
What happened throughout the week? Practice squad guys are supposed to develop and be ready to go for the simple fact that they're going against the starting defense every day. Quinn Bailey going out there. I thought he played pretty well. I look at Luke Wattenberg. He looked unprepared and looked like he's never taken a snap at center. Mm -hmm. And he got drafted back in April. So what the heck has Luke Wattenberg been doing this whole entire time? Because he should be going against the defense. He should be going against DJ Jones. DJ Mm -hmm. Jones should be kicking his butt every single day. And the kids should be getting better. So are we not watching the film, the practice squad film? Are you not coaching up Luke Wattenberg? Or is Butch Berry just sitting there and just watching the starters? When and are are you and your assistant now? You have to coach these guys up. Last year in San Francisco, we watched all of our practice squad guys. Every single day we watched them. And they were coached up each and every day, just in case you do end up on your third string center. Just in case you do end up on your fourth string right tackle. Just in case you do end up on your third string left tackle right now. So those guys are absolutely ready to go. But clearly, that hasn't been the case with the Broncos this year. Because guys, whenever they get in the game, they look like, man, they, 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 the gap is so far between... St- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Harder and backup right now that... You really don't know what you could do as an offense because you haven't developed your young guys. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews, news for every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, Josh Allen, Broncos skipped on him, Fields too, and I'm always that guy where I'm like, would that player be who he is here in Denver? Because all the great players in Denver in the recent history, like Pat Sertan, they seem to just develop themselves. I really haven't seen the Denver Broncos be able to develop young talent at this point. It's been a little bit. Well, 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 let's, let's be honest, right? Let's be honest with that because I don't believe that that's a fair assessment. Okay. I, I look at Pat Sertan had the benefit of having Vic Fangio's coaching staff at Donovan. Sure. Okay. Good, like, yeah, they, they couldn't. Vic wasn't a good head coach, but Vic was a great defensive coordinator. Okay. Donatel did his thing on the defense. This mm-hmm. defense was primed to succeed, to yep. be honest with you. And they are. But, yeah. With what Isa Evers doing, it's not like he took chicken, you know what, and made it into chicken soup. Sure. Like, there were some players on this defense returning, right? So let, let's be, give credit where credit's due there. Bill Kolar. Being here for a long period of time has helped Draymond Jones, has helped Bradley Chubb, 
develop. These guys have developed because of that. Now, when I look at the offense, that's the issue. You know, right. have you drafted Josh Allen? Did you have the right pieces in the puzzle in Pat Shermer? Absolutely not. Did you have the right pieces in the puzzle for Rich Gangarello? Absolutely not. Do we have the right pieces right now with Justin Otten and Nathaniel Hackett? Those guys being at the head of the food chain when it comes to calling plays offensively? Absolutely not. So I look at a defense that has had the advantage of developing over the last couple of years because they've had some good coaches on that defense. When mm. it comes to the offensive side of the ball, it's a completely different story. So, yeah, I would have never trust Josh Allen here because I don't trust the people on, on offense that we've had here over the last couple of years. And maybe Josh Allen is the needle mover, right? Maybe he's the one that gives you the ability to get a better coach in here. But with what we've had here in the past and what, like, George Payton came in and said yes to a year ago and leaving Pat Shermer, that would have screwed up Josh Allen 100%. Thank you for breaking that down because it makes so much sense. That's why the defense is so good and the offense has issues. I have two more things for you. I want to talk about that locker room with the Denver Broncos. We talked about the Titans missing five starters on defense, but every week we see that Titans team, even when they're beat up, maybe they're under man. They always go out there and play hard. And I feel like Mike Vrabel has a lot to do with that. They just like playing for him. Do we have an issue here in Denver with the leadership in the in the room, especially with the coaching staff? I am. I think there's a divide in that locker room for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in 2011, we would have defensive players walk by us and be like, "Y'all suck, man." <laughs> but honestly, they would be laughing about it because they knew what we were going through. They knew that we were in this Tebow mania, crazy world. They had a practice against us. We used to go good on good one period a day. So they would see some wild things that were running that the NFL is not running. So they would kind of chuckle about it. Right now, when you have a, a head coach that talks about it's all about Russ, when you have a quarterback that brings a big spectacle, a quarterback that brings his whole team, quarterback that has an office at the building, right now you have this quarterback that gets special treatment and he hasn't been the part of winning. He's been a big part of losing since he's been here with the, with the Broncos. I promise you there's a big division in that locker room where the defense is thinking that that offense sucks, period, point blank, and they're not holding up their end of the bargain. So it's a completely different scenario, but it's never good because that's what starts causing fights. That's what starts causing a division now when you go on trips, when you're playing games. It's splits the locker room right down the middle and it's never good for a football team. Last thing, we're going to get into the Raiders and break that down later in the week. Give me a quick uh, synopsis of the Raiders. The two-win Raiders coming into the three-win Broncos. What are we looking for? We just need a Broncos win. Um, Yeah, I think this is the battle of who gets, who's the next, who's the third coach to be fired during the season. You know, we've already seen some NFL coaches get fired this year. Um, Both football teams have not done well at all. Both football organizations are down on them. Both teams just continue to absolutely get rolled. You know, Raiders losing last week to Jeff Saturday, becoming (laughs) becoming an interim head coach. And nothing against Jeff Saturday, because I do believe that Jeff Saturday does a great job leading men. Um, But at the same time, that's a team that fired their offensive coordinator, a few weeks ago, and then turned around and fired their head coach. 
yet they still found a way to get a win against this Raiders football team. So I, I look at what's going on there. It's not good. Uh, with the Broncos, the exact same thing. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, maybe the Broncos don't move on from Hackett if, he's, if they don't win this game. But, man, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things that are not working in Hackett's favor. How he looked at this thing in the past, and I really believe that Josh McDaniels, the only reason Josh McDaniels has his job right now with the Raiders is because he beat the Broncos. Everybody looks at the Broncos as a get-right team. The Tennessee Titans were averaging under 150 yards throwing it. What does Tannehill do? He goes for 250-plus on the Broncos, right. right? So he was able to get 100 yards, average over, a, get more than 100 yards than he typically gets in throwing the football. Everybody looks at the Broncos right now as a get-right team. And I'm sure the Raiders are looking at it as well, the exact same way. So hopefully the Broncos are able to figure it out because I do believe that if Nathaniel Hackett does not win this football game, it's either the, the highest thing where he gets the axe or the next thing is that I think at that point, this ownership group would tell him, hey, you're not calling plays anymore. We don't care who does it, but you're not going to be the one to do it. It's going to be an interesting game on Sunday. Good stuff, Big O. I will catch you later in the week. Thanks a lot, Chris. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.